This episode of the show is brought to you by Louisville Music Studios, located at 4220 Trio Avenue in Louisville, Kentucky. 40219 is the zip code. The phone number for booking rehearsal time is 502-693-7462. Louisville Music Studios is an awesome rehearsal place. They have hourly rooms you can rent. They have monthly rooms you can rent. If you want to camp out and work on a bunch of stuff and build a band, whatever you want to do. The staff there is awesome. David, Aaron, and Justin are amazing. Uh, They have helped me out greatly, both at LMS and at a gig. Uh, so I suggest you go check them out if you have not already. They have really cool rates, including free. That's right. If you call that number to book some rehearsal time and you mention the Bar Star podcast, you will get your first hour of rehearsal for free. Yes, free. I'm giving away free shit, people. That's awesome. So take advantage of it. Go check out Louisville Music Studios if you haven't already. And if you already have, then you know what's up. And, uh, oh yeah, enjoy this episode of the Bar Star Podcast. The Bar Star Podcast, hosted by Stephen O'Reilly, is a podcast about working musicians, their friends, and their opinions. Stephen is a musician in Louisville, Kentucky, who has... Wait a second. This guy's a drummer, not a real musician? Somebody gave a drummer a microphone for his voice? The hell? Unreal. Unbelievable. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Bar Star Podcast. I am your host, Stephen O'Reilly. I want to thank you guys for coming back once again to hang out with my silly ass. Thank you for checking in with the show. Thank you for the ratings and the reviews and the website visits. Please make sure you visit the website. It is barstarpodcast.com. Uh, I do have merchandise for sale. You can buy it from the website and I will ship it to you. Or we can meet in a weird parking lot somewhere. But whatever. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody had a good week. And as always, I hope you guys went out and did some shit. Please make sure you check out my sponsor, Prophecy Inc., located in the fabulous Highlands in Louisville, Kentucky. Go in the shop, mention the Bar Star Podcast, and you will get 10% off of your tattoo by any artist in the shop. As you heard at the beginning of the show, I have a brand new sponsor in Louisville Music Studios. They're an awesome rehearsal spot, so make sure you go check them out. Uh, They're really cool dudes, really cool place. I support them. They support me. It's a beautiful thing. Now, a little disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, and I really have no idea what happened. I don't have a fucking clue. I got nothing. We'll call it operator error since I like to take shits on myself. Wait, that sounded really bizarre. Uh, The first few minutes of this show disappeared. Not sure what I did. Not sure if it's my computer. I'm not really sure of anything. All I know is the shit don't work and it disappeared. But I was able to save the show. I didn't think I was going to be able to. I thought I was going to have to skip another week. But I fixed what I could. So... This episode is with my buddy Mitch Kirkpatrick. Uh, Mitch was a student of mine who we have become friends. We've been friends for years. And when I got Mitch, I describe him 
to anybody that asks, Mitch was a power plant that had absolutely no direction. Uh, I just gave him a little bit of direction. He did all the work, and he is a badass drummer who has done some really cool things. All you really missed in the conversation was his obsession with Neil Peart. Lame. Uh, how his dad decided to kind of audition me to teach his son. Lame again. And how we met. That's really all the, that you missed. Um, again, thankfully, I uh, I was able to salvage the rest of the episode. So you didn't miss too much. So the conversation picks up in a weird spot. But I don't want to talk anymore about it. I am exhausted trying to do this computer stuff because I'm fucking dumb. So now, on to my conversation with the one Mitch Kirkpatrick. Well, at least you can understand Roll Tide when they say it. I can understand Nowlands. <laughs> Rowlands. Ashley's laughing in the back. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was me making fun of her making fun of us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, so I think he was just very hesitant. I, I get that. It was yeah. just it was just kind of funny because there's always that moment where and most people that know me personally, yes, I'm confident in what I can do, but I'm not an arrogant shithead. Mm-hmm. But there's always those moments where somebody kind of challenges you without you even realizing you're being challenged. And then when you realize it, you're like, seriously? Yeah. Really, motherfucker? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and that's kind of what it was. And yeah. that's why I always thought it was funny. But when we started, yeah, you were drum solo all fucking day long. Yeah. 47 toms, 87 symbols. Yeah. Oh my God, I worship Neil Peart. Neil well, Peart's God. I love him so much. Please God, tell me you're over that. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I'll still listen to it here and there, but it's not like I'm going to go back and try to learn No, nah, because you had a really good drum instructor no. that showed you, oh, I don't know, Steve fucking well, Jordan. Plus, on top of it, too, I'm really lazy now, so <laughs> I really don't want to go back into doing technical stuff anymore. <laughs> That's the greatest thing ever. I just want to lay back, play a groove, make people shake their asses, and get my paycheck. Right. That, and you don't want to schlep 47 pounds of gear around anymore. Excuse me, 4,700 yes. pounds of gear anymore. I've gotten really good at... Um, <laughs> I can break down my drum kit in 10 minutes. Damn. How long can you set it up? Uh, it takes me about 15, because I, I hate the hauling back and forth from the car to the stage Ashley's been there for that she oh, hates oh yeah it. I know you can hear me Ashley You, when you get married you are insta drum tech by the way she spoke that's yep. awesome <laughs> probably won't come through the show but we heard it yes um, so fast forward you took lessons from me for probably five or six years mm-hmm. um, I would say that I taught you a lot but again you did all the work yeah. I just gave you the tools that you needed. And then you left me and went to Musicians Institute in California. Yeah. I did. Calf, calf, California. California. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how we, we say it. Over there, they do something else. I don't know what it is. I wasn't there for that long. Oh, you mean they say words that you don't know are words, but they say it and can understand each yeah, other? Yeah, like, like Nowlands? Fuck with me Yeah, again. pretty much. Mm-hmm. What you like, got? Yeah, nothing. Oh, nothing. God. It's never going to stop. I literally have nothing. 
That's two, buddy. On your own show, I'm on this. Yeah, but it's it's never gonna stop. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you to death forever, <laughs> just because it amuses me. I know. It makes you a better human. I wouldn't be doing my job. Well, the problem is, is that when you do it, it pisses me off for a couple of minutes, and then I go, "God damn it, he's right." <laughs> right, but then you go out and get better gigs than I do, so it all works out. Not all the time. Most of the time, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Okay. So, how long were you in LA? Uh, for only a year. Um, That's right. You did it in a year. Yeah. The uh, program that I was in was an associate's degree, and it was a two-year deal. Mm-hmm. And so what they did is that they put you in levels. Mm-hmm. So you only had two levels of audition for. Mm-hmm. Level three or level one, which is beginners. Right. And I tested into level three and knocked off a year. Mm-hmm. Gee, I wonder why. Hmm. Your oh, fault. Oh, I know. It ain't my fault. It's your fault. You did it. Cause I know. You're that damn good. Yeah. But you were there to push me. Yeah, that one time I pushed you down the stairs, I could have got sued. Yeah, could have ended a career right then and there. Yeah, wow. That's all right. If Def Leppard can do it, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) That was douchey even for you. I know. Yeah, let me see you play with a fucking cracked pinky. I played with a broken arm before. Yeah, you did do that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so. What, give us, um, because of my loyal listeners who love me, um, actually I don't think they love me, I think they just like to laugh at my stupidity, (laughs) but anyway, what was the coolest thing you saw in LA? I think the coolest thing I saw, and it's not even a musician thing, but I was walking down to, they have Ralph's there, that's basically their Kroger. Ralph's? Yeah, Ralph's. Ralph's? Yeah. Say the F, fucker. Ralph's. Ralph's. <laughs> with the whales. Yeah, with the whales. No, Sorry. um I was just walking there and I looked to my right and then there's Steve O from Jackass sitting there eating dinner and we made eye contact and it was one of those I kinda looked at him for a second just to make sure it was definitely him and then when he looked at me and I just went, Yep, that's fucking him and then just went on my own way. <laughs> So what you're telling me is you had a big nerd moment. Yeah, I definitely had a big nerd moment. Well, you are a fucking nerd. Okay. True. So from there, you moved to Nashville instead of coming back, quote, home. Yes. Okay. And that's where shit really started to take off for you. Yeah. Because you graduated with, I don't remember, what was your... Uh, It was close. It was a 3.9. And I'll tell you why I got that 3.9. Because you didn't get a 4.0, bitch. No. And you know why? It's because it was someone else's fault. Here we go. No, it's shit, you're not. Good. Um, so at MI, they do these. Let me these. get another fucking coffee for this one. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> See you in five minutes. <clears throat> no, but um, at MI, they have these live performance workshops where you play with other people. Right. Like, just kind of right then and there. Right. And you get graded for it. Right. So they had different genres. And the teacher that I was with, Mr. Sammy J. Watson... Phenomenal teacher. Phenomenal drummer. Um, is that like Randy Watson? No. Do you know who Randy Watson is? No. Excuse I bet. me, I said it wrong. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Watson. <laughs> Remember it now? Sexual chocolate. There you go. It plays so fine, don't you agree? Don't ever do that again. Carry on. That is my band. <laughs> I had a finish, man. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Mm-hmm. All right, carry on. Um, but they were doing schism 
by Tool. Right. And he was like, you're doing this. And this was going to be my last grade. Right. And uh, in the middle of the song, for some reason, the guitar player decided to start speeding up the guitar uh, part. And it's just the guitar player. Now, the problem is, is that they're all like, if one person goes down, the whole thing goes down. Because it's such a long song, and there was a lot of people oh, yeah. that were going to do it. They were just going to be like, okay, if you mess up, we're going to have to cut you then and there because we got a lot of people to go through. Right. I've and been through that. I, yeah. I get it. So the guitar player started playing the guitar breakdown in the middle of the song. He just started speeding it up. And so they cut us off, and I went, God fucking damn it! <laughs> <laughs> really loud. And But we were so close to the end of the song anyway, so we finished it out, but he was just like, Dude, you killed it, but I'm going to have to give you a 96 because, you know, in a band situation, you know, you can't stop. Even though that they told us to stop, whatever, because it was a train wreck. And so I ended up getting a 96 on that, and that kept me from getting a 4.0. I was this close, man. Hmm. Look at it. Look at it. Hey, I got one of them too, but mine says Musicians Institute. Mm. I didn't know you had a P in your name. Yeah, it's my middle name. Huh. Ain't that something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those of you that can't see Mitch's dumbass looking face right now. Actually, I'm lying. Oh my God, you're so cute. Thanks. You're welcome. I shaved my head just for you. I have not, because you know me, I don't shave in order. Yeah. I get it close, but yeah. not to this I camera. even brought my chucks today. I know, I noticed that. Because every time you see me, you're like, what the fuck are you wearing? Dude, you wear some fucked up shoes. Usually when you see me, I'm either just getting out work. Look or... at you already being a student. Give me excuses. <laughs> the beauty of that is you got nothing. You're like, fuck. <sighs> anyway, he's looking at my degree, kids. Um, yes, the P stands for Paul. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of my middle name. I have the same middle name as a one Mr. Kevin McCreary. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yippers, yippers. Um, so when you moved to Nashville, you started doing what they call working the scene. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for the people that don't know? Actually, for the non-musicians, you guys probably don't know. Most of my musician buddies that listen to the show, you guys will get it. But give a short version of working the scene. Well, I didn't necessarily... Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Literally, no one cares. That's three, three. bitch. Yeah, you're, no. you're you're one over the limit. You see how many times I listen to this show? I do. I'm Thanks. on this. Thanks. I've been waiting for this. Oh, shit. <laughs> At some point, kids, he's going to fucking just annihilate me and throw me right under the bus. I'm, I'm expecting it. It, but... it may happen, but it's always a random thing. Oh, yeah, you're good. You're like a fucking ninja. Yeah. I didn't even see that shit coming. You called me doucheface today, and I laughed my tits off because I haven't heard that in a while. Mm. You used to be shit tits. Uh, what was it? Shit tits? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You've always been shit hook. Yeah, I know. Ashley calls me ass cake. Ass cake? Yeah. Ashley, I love you! <laughs> ass cake. Yeah. That's good. She, I'll get random texts at work, and she's like, I love you, my ass cake. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, anyway. Work in yeah. the scene. Um, See well, I brought that around. Yeah. I got this dog. Good job, dude. Thanks. You're so good. No, I'm not. <laughs> Repetition. <laughs> I've done this a 
right, care. All right. So, um, when I first got to Nashville, I didn't necessarily work the scene yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got a random hit off of Craigslist that a guy was touring the nation doing casinos and uh he was needing a drummer i auditioned i got the gig and i did that for a year and then after i left that that's when i really started working the scene right and people who'd you go out with uh daryl perry and the lonesome devils like how you lonesome you did that little whistle that little whistle (laughs) lonesome devils you got to man you got to do an underbite when you do that by the way I can't, I can't do that. Oh, I, just I can't al- whistle like that either. I'm just talking about the underbite. I just always pretend that I have chewing tobacco in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> Fucking love you. <laughs> Carry on. Um, this is squirrely. Carry on. <laughs> so after I left Daryl, um, that's when I started going downtown in Nashville. Right. And they have a huge strip with all these bars. Mm-hmm. And they call it the Broadway Strip. Mm-hmm. And so I literally four. went to every bar, you know, started shaking hands with people, just, you know, getting people to, you know, know my name. I would jump up, play a song or two. And were then, you shaking hands and kissing babies or were you kissing hands and shaking babies? Well, no, I really wasn't. I was just like, hey, I was just like, hi, I'm Mitch. Let me play a song. <laughs> No, I gotta get. I, I gotta love give. You for, uh, I love you for that. <laughs> I gotta like, give. Nah, motherfucker, um, I just had to get on stage. <laughs> That's all I did. I gotta give credit to uh, my um, friend Katie. Um, she played fiddle uh, with Daryl, gotcha. and she started giving my name out to people. Oh, uh, okay, very cool. And uh, um, I later became roommates with her and her uh, boyfriend at the time, and who had another guy living there that was playing the Tootsie circuit. Right. The Broadway strip, there's a bunch of different circuits, but the most popular one, the one that everyone goes to when they first move to town is Tootsie's because it's Tootsie's world famous. The number one honky-tonkin' bar in Nashville, Tennessee. No, actually, they changed it to the number one honky-tonk bar in the world. Apparently, even the Panama City one is, too. They need to make up their minds. I'm leaning on my desk, kids, trying not to fall over because I, I, like, I can't even laugh at that. That was so perfect. Ugh. Well, when you when you were there for five and a half years, you kind of no, I did. I, I get it. I mean, I've been to Nashville enough to know. I mean, I can picture exactly where you're talking about. Even yeah. though I've never lived there, and it's just funny because when you say that, I'm, yep, you're right. Yep, you're right. <laughs> <sighs> So, some habits are hard to break. Well, I'm trying true. really hard too. Well, yeah, you know, you still don't practice enough. Ah, uh, that's true. No, it's not, motherfucker. You practice more than I do. What are you talking about? I see I've been videos. practicing a lot for the past couple of weeks. Hmm, why is that, pumpkin? Oh, I got something cooking. Mmm, the chili or spaghetti? Mmm, even better, turkey. I fucking hate turkey. I do. Uh, I hate cooking it, but I love eating it. Actually, I shouldn't say hate. Hate's too strong of a word for turkey. I'm not a fan of turkey. Is it because it makes you sleepy? No, but I was waiting for you to say it or for them to think it. It would be bitchy. No. Was I close? No. Why do you hate turkey? I just don't like the way it tastes. Oh. No, fuckers, it don't taste like chicken. (laughs) God. Frog legs taste like chicken. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, they do. (laughs) They do. They actually do. (laughs) 
weirdly. They're really good. Okay, so you are now in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm-hmm. How the hell did that happen? Um, I was ooh, ooh, I know. How? Because working in Nashville for peanuts sucks. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Karen. Tell nice. the real story. <laughs> well, I was um, um, I was honestly starting to get burnt out. Right. Um, I was waiting to get to that next level of, you know, being a drummer. Right. Like, get to the, you know, tour the nation. Getting your name to the next level. You don't... Yeah. You don't... I mean, everybody can always learn more. You're already on that level as far as you're playing. You're a fucking monster. Well, I appreciate it, dude. You're very welcome. You have done the work. You've earned it. Um, But I know exactly what you're talking about. You're always... It's always that climb. No, that's not a Miley Cyrus reference, fuckers. (laughs) It's always that climb up, and you just... You always get so high, and then you're going fuck do I need to do to get to the next step? I yeah. get it. Trust me, I get yeah, it. Yeah, and it was just really weird. Like, you know, I was doing really good making a living. Mm-hmm. You know, I was playing maybe five or six nights a week, mm-hmm. making pretty decent amount of money. But, I mean, since everybody's moving there, mm-hmm. prices are going up. Like, mm-hmm. I was, we were paying close to, I want to say, maybe a grand or more for a... I want to say less than a six fifty square room apartment. Oy, one square bedroom. Foot. Yeah. Square room. Square room. Was it a triangle room or yes. a square room? It's a square room. Was it about a circle? No. No. It did have, have a diagonal a, uh, ceiling. Could it have been oblong? No, it was very obtuse. Damn it! You beat me. Got Fuck you. High five in the microphone. Yeah, buddy. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Well played, sir. Well played. <clears throat> No, I get it. When you do something for so long and you do the same thing for so long, um, you get burned out very, very easy. Yeah. Um, because you know a secret about me, which we'll reveal later. Um, so I I got it when you told me. I was just kind of shocked. A lot of people were shocked. Yeah, that you were... Giving up is the wrong word. Walking away from what could be just because the fight is so long. Does that yeah. make sense? Well, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a fight. It was more... Motherfucker, if, it's a fight down there. Why do you think I've never moved down there? Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. But I made so many connections to where, like, if I got a gig, it wasn't that hard. Right. But towards the end, like, I was avoiding getting... I was just really done. Right. Well, and as far as the apartment stuff and all that, you know I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I, I want to say it was probably on Eddie Trunk's show... Um, somebody, it might have even been Tom Kiefer from Cinderella. Um, he lives down there. And Eddie Trunk was at basically asking him, he said, why are so many of you guys just popping up in Nashville? And he, he said, because L.A. sucks. Nobody yeah. wants to fucking live out there anymore. Yeah, it's actually really funny. Um, There's a lot of L.A. people going to Nashville. Yeah, like when I moved from L.A., that's when everybody moved. Mm-hmm. And then once they went, There's gold in them dar hills. Yep. <laughs> Everybody started coming over here. And it was pissing me off, especially in traffic. Mm-hmm. They're not ready. Oh, Nashville's no. not ready. No. No, I, I would agree with that. Um, but I think Nashville's probably going to turn into another, size-wise, probably going to turn into another Atlanta. I somewhat agree. I'm, I always look at it on the music side because, obviously, you can hear like that influence moving to the country yeah you yeah you definitely can but i i think trend wise 
musicians in general, but the music industry has always tried to, I guess, pride itself on keeping up with the trends. Yeah. The problem is, what the fuck is trendy anymore? Yeah. And what is trending? And I don't mean a hashtag trending fuckers for my 12-year-olds at least and going, that's a hashtag. It's a goddamn hashtag. I know what the fuck is a hashtag. He's talking about hashtags. I'm trending. We're online. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it's hard to keep up with anything because people are so fucking ADD. Yeah. You can't write a record, promote a record, and tour a record anymore. That shit's gone. Yeah. You write a song, put it out, and then you write another song yeah. while you're touring and while you're shooting videos and while you're trying to come up with merch ideas and while you're trying to do all that shit. Yeah. And it's frustrating, too, because um, I attempted that with a group down there, and it... Well, where you fucked up with that is you took pictures on a goddamn railroad train track thingamabob. I saw those pictures. We did? No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I was going to say, because I swear to God, we uh, we did it at a prison. In front of a brick wall. It was. It's not... <laughs> It's actually really funny because when they posted those... And there's the cliche. um, When we... Damn it, I did it again. (laughs) When we posted those photos, my old roommate, Mo, he made fun of me so hardcore because I'm sitting there. He's like, man, you look like you're in POD or something. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, yeah, bring that shit back, man. (laughs) Brick wall, POD... 1993. I know they were out after that. It just, that was the first number that rhymed with POD. Not bad. Not good either. <laughs> it's about middle of the road. Um, so what are you doing in Indianapolis? How long have you been there now? Uh, since March. So you're coming year. up on a year. Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you dig it? Yeah. Uh, it's a different scene, obviously. it's well, not. It's not as major as like Nashville is. And wow, you're fucking smart. Thanks for that clarification. So, good like, good job, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of my accent up there, man. You, you said you say man with like a U in it, yeah, man. <laughs> See, I told you living there for five and a half years. You Motherfucker, that sh- shit ain't from it's Nashville. a habit I'm attempting to break. It ain't that shit ain't from Nashville. That shit's from them. Podunk fucking county woods you live in in Corden, Indiana. Hey, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. I called you one day and I said, hey man, I I want to shoot some shotgun shells through my jeans and make little tiny baby bullet holes. And you were like, come on up here, I got one. <laughs> Hell, I got a couple shotguns. No, Mitch, never mind. I'm good, brother. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, I never made those jeans because of that. I completely forgot about that. I totally did. You were just, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> you were a little too excited. Yeah. Like, I may not, I may am into fashion, but I may not come back from that trip. It just so, shows yeah. you like how far in the middle of nowhere I'm from. So if anybody came over, it was, you're it was a blessing. You're on the outskirts of the inside of the middle of nowhere on and the I ass love end. It. I love it. You would. Fucking weirdo. Hey, I get to... Be away from people and not have to worry about annoying neighbors. Well, I mean, I, I do now, but back then it was awesome. This is the part of the show where I just let you talk while you hang yourself. Yeah, I know. You realize you, that, didn't you're, you? are giving me that look. Yeah. You always give me that damn look. Yeah. And it, I just, you know, 
it's one of those things where it's like, do I keep talking or should I just stop? I should have just stopped right then and there. Yep. Slow learner, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Slow learner. <laughs> that was funny, though. Whatever. Oh, my God. I love your face. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Well, back to actual real shit. What are you doing in, in Indy now as far as... And do you like it? Do you like Indianapolis? I do like Indianapolis. I've um, only been there once. That's why I asked. Well, um, it's very high crime rate, as we found out. Heard that before. It's pretty bad, but... All the other towns on the outskirts of Indianapolis, they're beautiful. Um, I'm currently working a full-time job right now, just paying the bills and getting ready for the big old wedding for next year. <laughs> yeah, I'm not coming. I know. We didn't invite you. Wait, what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what the fuck? Damn. That's it. Shows over. Get the fuck out. All right, cool. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Ashley, can I come to your wedding? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Fuck off. <laughs> Don't even. Don't even. Who are you playing with over there? Um, currently nobody right now. Um, it's actually a funny story. My um my friend, uh Johnny Cannon, he got me <laughs> Totally thought you were gonna say cash. No. <laughs> my buddy Johnny Just cash. because just because I'm from Nashville just doesn't mean that I know every Johnny Cash there is. That didn't make any sense, but it's all nope. right. And I'm not editing that out. I'm Good. leaving that in. Good, because I know if I said that down in Nashville, they'd be like, I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> I'll get, hey, Maul, did you hear that shit? <laughs> By God, I did, son. He's talking about our cousin. What? No son of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no son of mine. <laughs> all right, back on track, squirrel. Oh um, god, that was funny. Thank you, I love you. Uh, I started playing with a uh, country singer named uh, Christy Crocker, mm-hmm. and uh, they weren't doing like gigs every weekend. It was like maybe two or three a month, and it was cool because I'll let you on real quick. Oh, you called me out. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a rough day, and um. Oh, dang. Oh, oh, I know. Okay, go ahead. Um, but it was really cool because I got to play in different places. Mm-hmm. Not the same places like I was in Nashville. Right. Um, we were doing the Tin Roof Circuit up there. Circuit, not shirket. Easy for you to say. I said shirket. I heard it. I, I wasn't going to call you out. Oh, God. You're not adding <laughs> that either. Nope. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> nope. I'm still trying to wake up too, so. Oh, oh, sorry to wake you. <laughs> so sorry to inconvenience your nap time. Um, Do you need fucking milk and cookies too? But it was really cool because I got to play Indianapolis, got to play Cincinnati, and I got to actually play on my drum kit. True, because you don't f- do that shit in Nashville. No. And it was great because I think that was probably one of the first times I actually got to play on my kit live. And I had that kit for... That's interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah, and I had that kit for maybe a year and a half. The only time I would play it was when I was practicing. Right. Or, you know, making drum covers, all that fun stuff. (laughs) I'm making a whoopee. But live shows never brought it out. There's five people that will get that joke. I just mumble under my breath. That was for a few of my friends. (laughs) They'll get it. 
Why are you staring at me, man? Because I can. Because <laughs> um, I actually didn't realize you weren't playing right now at all. Yeah. I thought you were still doing pickup gigs and stuff. Um, on occasion, I do. Um, I uh, uh, I play with a friend of mine, uh, Larry Williams in Lexington. Gotcha. Every once in a blue moon. But he's busy with work as well because he moved back to Lexington around the same time I left. Nashville. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And uh, so there's another Nashville cat you met down there. Yeah. Or did you know him before? Um, actually, I met him. It was a random deal. Uh, I played quite a bit with Josh Gallagher. I was filling in for his drummer, and he was playing at. He was either Legends or the Stage, right, in Nashville, and he ended up not doing the gig, and that's how I met Larry because Larry was filling in for him. Gotcha. And right after that show, him and I were best friends every show I thank you he, for not saying besties when I was drinking my coffee we're so besties <laughs> <laughs> please tell me that's not pumpkin spice latte oh no that's my wife mm. yeah no I drink fucking coffee good I don't drink fruity fucking rooty tooty shit you put cream in yours don't you well cream and sugar yeah, I'm black black coffee so what are you trying to say I pee every five minutes <laughs> and Ashley can Ashley can agree with you me you know why you drink your coffee black because where you grew up they can't get fucking cream out there because the shit will that spoil is, before you, you know get what? to that you that is fine with me <laughs> at least my coffee doesn't take five minutes to make mine doesn't either are you sure it's like an extra 30 seconds of putting cream in uh, two drummers that are going to compare time mm-hmm mm-hmm Just wait. My day will come. <laughs> I'm just going to watch you and go, fuck, I quit. Okay, when it does happen, can you just please announce it on the podcast? Sure, why the hell not? Because I fucking lost. <laughs> I damn it, I lost. Actually, I lose a lot to you. you uh, you've, you've come a long way. You've worked your ass off. I am, yeah. uh, you're, you're probably one of the top five of my students that I brag about, which I don't even consider you a student anymore. You're just a friend. Yeah. Although I do do sometimes treat you like a little yeah. kid brother. Cause well, you... I I think it's really cool that I can still call you to this day for like advice or you know just to catch up with you. I think that's really cool. Catch up with me when my fucking running. Motherfucker, hmm? you know I don't run. I got shitty knees. I know you got shitty knees. I'm using it as a metaphor. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you're always doing something different, so I'm always like, oh. You're doing that now. Cool. <laughs> it's because I just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Well, it's just really fun. <laughs> yeah. See if this works. True. <laughs> I tried to bring back my stick tricks the other day and it failed miserably. You failed, didn't you? Yeah. I went for you the twirl. You have to keep that shit up, dude. I went for the twirl and it went <laughs> it went south. I did it I did it at one of Larry's shows and I was just like, I'm into it, man. Here we go. Here's the stick trick. Went that way. And I was like, and I just literally said, Five. yes, as loud as I can. Ah, shit. <laughs> You're such a dork. Yeah. I love you. Oh, my God. I love you. Okay. So, now that we are all caught up uh, on what you've been doing and where you are, mm-hmm. um, and you have something cooking that we can't talk about. Yes. Why don't we move on to... 
social media issues. Hell yeah. All right, so what do you got for me for social media issues? Uh, I've honestly stayed off social media for a while. Wow, great way to bring my segment down. Mm -hmm. Good job. (laughs) Well done, fuckface. No, I just got to the point, I really started getting sick and tired of, like, people's opinions on anything, and I just hate how shit is just... I'm doing the super big cheerleader now for those that can't see me. yes. But I just hate how people just throw stuff in your face and it's like, you have to agree with me. You have Mm -hmm. to. And musicians Mm -hmm. are the worst at this. I think drummers are the worst, but whatever. Yeah, they're pretty bad too. (laughs) Like, there was even, like, one guy, I I won't go into much detail, but he has a pretty big gig. And... Every single Instagram post or something, he's always bitching. He's always bringing people down. Like, for instance, if somebody's, like, doing a cover, he's immediately just like, this is shit, you know? Literally, tell like, no tags, shit. tags the person in it. I even remember one time, he I, he actually took it down, but they were opening up for Sticks. And he was making fun of them. And I, I like, want to know who it is. No, I can't. I can't say because he doesn't know me, and I would like to keep it that way. He does know you, or he, he doesn't. doesn't. Um, he doesn't know me, and I would like to keep it that way because I don't think I would want to meet this person. All right, fine. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying not to. I'm I trying won't. not to start drama on social media. Which... Don't want to start no dramas. All right, fine. Yeah. What else about it? Um, I I ask because most of my musician buddies that have been on the show, they all pretty much say the same thing. Yeah, and I've said this three or four times, and eventually I'll actually do it. But I think social media issues is going to go bye bye, or I'm going to start just reading random shit and just commentating on it as yeah. I read it. <laughs> yeah, which could be funny. But it's it's gotten to the point where it just doesn't make two shits anymore. I know. That's what I think. Well, it's even hard, like, especially for me when I, I want to post something. Like, you know, I recently posted a video mm-hmm. on Facebook and Instagram, but it's, it is easily avoided because everybody just posts so much shit on top of it. Right, you like, don't see anything anymore. When I first started doing that, like people that I knew or, you know, people that were like, hey, check this guy out or whatever, I would get like, you know, 24 comments or 24 likes, whatever. Now it's like two people. Yeah. And it's just like, it's because there's, there's so much shit that I don't want to know about, nor do I care. Hey, I'm taking shit right now. <laughs> I don't care. I do too, but you don't see me posting it. Actually, no, I Mitch. did post it as a joke because I was, I was. <laughs> Everybody pooped, Mitch. Yes, that is true, but I just, I honestly did it as just like you posted yourself pooping. No. Oh, thank God. Nobody wants to see that. No, I, I just made a little comment and it was just like, tell did us. Did you say some- everybody pooped? No, I said I peeped today with the smiley face. <laughs> and it was just making fun of social media. That's that's pretty much what my reason was behind it. And people were, were like, 
ew, you're so gross. I'm like, well, you kind of missed the hint. Yeah, you, you didn't get it. Yeah. And that's okay. People, Stacy tells me the only one that gets my humor is me. Yeah. And oh, I yeah, say, I no, know. that's actually not true. Mitch gets it. Sometimes, and I just let you talk sometimes. So you don't get my humor either? This is a very disappointing show. Not all the time. You're just making me want to cry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to run my face through my fucking window. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you fuck with Mitch Kirkpatrick, because he had nowhere to go. He was like... Yeah, because you did that damn stare again. <laughs> it's all in the face. Yep. It's all in the eyes. <laughs> it's all in the eyes. So, yeah, I, I think... um. I really do think that I'm starting to see a trend, I guess is a better way to say than I think. I'm starting to see a trend that a lot of people really are just kind of going, I I don't really fucking care about it. Yeah. I mean, I use it less and less and less, and I should be using it more and more and more to promote this show and my Thiepke project I talked about last week. That's coming up, and I, yeah. I mean, I should use it for that promotional tool and that promotional vehicle which is kind of what it was almost intended for. Yeah. That's part of the, or that's a big reason, I should say, why it was kind of invented in the first place. Yeah. But I just, I don't fucking care. Well, I mean. And it's, it's a, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's gotten to a point where it's, it's a bad thing that I feel that way Mm -hmm. because I have all this marketing and advertising I could use to my advantage, but I just don't yeah. want to because every shithead in the world who has a fucking smartphone yeah. thinks they're a superstar. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that, you know, it gives people a voice. Right. But it's always covered up with the people that should just keep their fucking mouth shut. You're right. You're so, right. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I'll grow it up for I, my very eyes. I know. But yeah, like that's why even I've kind of backed off of like doing drum covers and stuff because mm-hmm. it, it's really interesting to see like when one trend is success is successful, everybody wants to do it. Oh yeah. So sure. now every time like I'm wanting to post something, everybody's posting something now. Mm-hmm. Check out my cover doing this song, or my cover was better than this person's cover, and it's like I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to make a competition, and everybody wants to one up somebody. Yeah. And I will say this, and because I honestly believe it, there's a hundred things you're better at than I am as a drummer. There's a hundred things I'm better at than you as a drummer. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us are technically really better than the other one. The only no. difference between you and I, I've just been playing longer than you. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily make me better. I just have more experience. But what people do is they will twist that and go, well. Mitch is better than Steven, or Steven's better than Mitch. They pick sides, and there's no fucking yeah. reason to. Someone actually did that the other the other day. They were just like, you think he's a good drummer? I'm like, yeah, he's good, but I'm not like, I'm not going to compare. He as in me? No, like some other I was going to say, uh, do you tell drum- who this motherfucker is <laughs> so I can blast him on his microphone. <laughs> who wants to fight today? Who wants to fight today? <laughs> who wants to get, come get some? <laughs> Come here, boy. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, he was just talking about another, a different drummer. Uh, comparing. Right. I, I hate doing that. I, I don't get it. Even when you were in lessons with me. Well, when it's, when it's <laughs> we fairly obvious, when it's fairly obvious, yeah. But I'm not going to go like, he sucks, like what right. people automatically go to because you don't know that, you know, this might be his first time doing this. True. And what's the number one rule I taught you about sucking? Nobody really sucks no 
just not your thing or they got time to grow yeah or room to improve either one but the biggest the biggest thing is it's just not your bag yeah i won't say anybody sucks i will tell you i'd rather you beat the shit out of me than make me listen to it <laughs> but somebody digs it yeah it would have never existed if nobody dug it because mm-hmm. there's a million bands i'm sure or bands and or artists that have done i i don't know millions of hours worth of recordings but never they never left their bedroom or their garage or basement or wherever they did it because it really was just for them yeah versus the people that actually record shit and put it out because ah somebody's gonna fucking dig this yeah they don't suck i don't like it Mm -hmm. i may fucking hate it and think it's the worst thing ever that invaded my earball space yeah but i won't say it sucks it's just not for me yeah Mm, don't get me on my damn nickelback kick Oh man, I always love bringing that man. I I have to tell you this story because you know, being in a music college, people, you know, they are oh, ready. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it it's it was the top three were Alter Bridge, Creed, and Nickelback. That's who they all trashed. Which Alter Bridge kind of shocks me because Miles Kennedy is a bad yes, motherfucker. Yes, we saw him live at Carolina Rebellion. Oh, that dude's a God. fucking monster. Granted, Creed is the same band with a different singer, but. Yeah. That's already been done. Days of the New and Tantric. Mm-hmm. Same band, different singer. Yeah. Mm, I'm not going to pick because I love you, Jesse. Best. Go ahead. <laughs> that was just for you, Jesse. Uh, but it, no, jokes aside, it was it was the same concept. Singer didn't work out. Let's get a new singer. Yeah. Changed the sound completely. But Miles Kennedy, that dude's a fucking monster. Yeah. God damn, he's good. Anyway, go ahead. You were saying a story about Nickelback. Um, Since I brought it up. Yeah, there's like... God damn, I hate Nickelback so bad. They fucking chuck cheesy motherfuckers. Yada, yada, yada. Look at me play my jazz cymbal ride. <laughs> watch, me play, watch me play my no money beats. Ha, beat that. Every beat, $20 bill, $20 bill, $20 bill. Yeah, you just set, can you set those $20 back behind my seat? Anyway, I'm getting off track. Um, so they have a song. I love you for that. I know. Um, so when they got Daniel Adair and, yes, and they pretty much introduced him on that first song on that album. What was it? Follow You Home. Mm -hmm. And I knew that, um, there wasn't any singing at the beginning. So I was like, all right, motherfucker. I'll trick you. Yeah, I'll trick you. Hmm. And then, so, hmm. so I went into their practice room. I was like, "Hey, dude, I was just listening to this. Check this out." Intro kicks off. He's listening to it. He's like, "God damn, this is fucking awesome. Who is this?" Nickelback. And he was. He just gives me this deer in a headlight. Not deer in a headlight. It was like, "Hello, darkness, my old friend." <laughs> that kind of look. <laughs> Like he wanted to eat your soul through your nose. Where'd you learn that trick from, Nate? You. Yeah. How many times have you used that? How many times? I don't really have a fucking real number. Why would you ask me such a question? (laughs) God damn it. Fuck. A gazillion bajillion times. Uh, Yes. And again, I have to say this because he is a friend of mine. One or the other, Daniel Adair... Or Greg Upchurch 
is is better or worse than the other one. Mm-hmm. They're two completely different players. Yeah. And Greg is a friend of mine. In fact, I just talked to him the other day. That's right. I named you on my own show because I never do that. Um, I got to meet um, uh, his bass player. Who? Who's um, bass player? Who is this bass player you speak of? Uh, three Doors Down. Why do I keep using stupid voices today? I don't know. I like it. Are we just? Is it just because we're tired and we're trying to wake up? No, you're trying to wake up. I'm trying to hibernate for the fucking winter. Oh, yeah, that's Drove right. Drove home you from a gig this morning, right? That's right. It was snowing. <laughs> it's November 10th, and it was fucking snowing. Do you know what this means, Mitchell? This winter is going <laughs> to suck ass, and not in a good way. That's why I'm excited. I haven't had a good winter in a long time. It's dry and... Fuck you. Well, at least people... No, fuck you. At least people know how to drive up here when it snows. Down there, it is a nightmare. Try <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Snowflake. Oh, shit! Get the bread! <laughs> the bread and the milk! What do we do? The power goes out. Put the milk in the snow, baby. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, no, it, 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 but again, bringing that up, it, you can't compare Daniel and Greg, two yeah. completely different drummers, but I have used that trick on almost all of my students. Yeah. And it's not that I am... Uh, Garrett the other day used it. Mm-hmm. Well, you saw what I put on that post. Yeah. Hmm, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I used it on him. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I taught him for a while. Um, but point being, and it's not even getting on a Nickelback high horse, it's... If you don't like something, awesome. But don't not like something because it's mm-hmm. trendy to not like something. Going back to the social media problem yeah. or issue since we're in that section yeah. um, just because it's not trendy to like something give it a fucking chance you may dig it yeah. and I don't give a fuck if you like those records or not the production value on those records fuck off mm-hmm. nothing beats that shit as far as a modern rock record yeah the pro- and I can't remember the guy that produced those records it's not important go google it kids the production values on those records are fucking off the chain yeah that's right I went old school and said off the chain <laughs> They're that good. Like, you put that shit in your speaker, you're like, I think I gotta turn it down. Yeah. And it's super slick, super clean, super polished. Yeah. So, you could actually learn something on the production side just by listening to those records. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, it's to me, you know, if you walk into that situation knowing that's how it's gonna be, mm-hmm. that's very intimidating. Oh, so, yeah. you gotta give credit to those guys that they're like, you know... They put their heart and soul into it because, you know, they want this shit to sound awesome. Mm-hmm. Which it does. Absolutely. Those records sound fucking great. Doesn't yeah. matter if you like them or not. I don't, I, don't, I, just, I don't get it. I'll never get it. I'll never understand it. Yeah. Um, but Chad Kroger thinks it's funny. He did a live, a live uh, interview with uh, Eddie Trump. Eddie, I talk about you a lot on my show, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, damn, you got to hook a brother up. Um, he did a live interview with Eddie Trunk uh, at Sirius and uh, somebody asked him a question about all the hate and he gets he goes I don't care yeah you're talking about me my name is in your mouth and your money is in my bank and mm-hmm. I went that guy fucking wins at everything yeah. <laughs> yep. winner winner chicken <laughs> fuck dinner yes alright anything else about social media or you want to move on <clears throat> it's up to you um, tell me quick you're too slow let's nah, go I'm too slow Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Anything else? Um, or is it just kind of... And I'm not being 
funny by saying this. It's just the same old shit. You're just tired of every all the garbage. Yeah, just, just basically, I feel like... Y'all be nice to each other. I, Sorry. Pretty much. Jesus. <sighs> but it has been nice just to be off social media and not have to worry about, you know, who took a shit today. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure somebody did. We all do. Brian, I'm sending you a picture of meatloaf. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so let's move on to stories from the stage. Yeah. Alright, so what do you got for me? Give me something cool, because you did some oh, massive, extensive Lord. touring for that one year you went out with that. Yeah, it wasn't even on that tour. I was underage when I was on that tour. So I necessarily did not get to go out and experience some fun stuff because I had to stay in a hotel room. Ashley, don't listen to this part. What? No. <laughs> no, I'm actually... <laughs> what? <laughs> Do what? <laughs> no, this, this is actually a story of a fight that I had to be in, involved in. Oh. Uh, Wait, do I know this story? No. Ooh, do tell. Uh, yeah. You told, you told me to not tell you anything, so I was like, I got this. No, I told you not to tell me anything before you yeah. got here. I didn't ask you if you were going to tell me something I didn't know or not. Mm, well. I don't know. So not only do I not know what this, you're going to say, I don't even know this story. Yeah. And after this story, am I going to ask you why you kept it from me? Um, probably. Probably it was because like I totally forgot about it, and then afterwards, like it, <laughs> I remembered it, and I was like, Oh, oh wow. yeah, there's that. My first fight. <laughs> it seriously was my first fight. All right, carry on. What you All got? Right. Um, so I was playing at the Tootsie Circuit, and um, they have a Tootsie's down in Panama City, uh-huh. and they send bands down, and the guy I was playing with um, got asked to go down there and play for, for the week. Right. So I went down there with him. And, I remember uh, when you went down there, you called me and said, Dude, I'm going to Panama for a week. Yeah. So what? It was pretty fucking cool. No, I was, duh. Yeah. Hmm. I worked my ass off. Well, yeah, but there's still, there's, there's, holy shit, this work sucks, and then there's, holy shit, this is work, but it's awesome. Well, it really sucks because the 6 to 10 band and the tentacles band, which I was in, we had to share the 2 to 6, and uh, the 2 to 6 shift, and I swear to God... Majority of the time, I did not know the person's song that I had to play with on the two to six shift. It sucked. Oy. I had to learn a lot of songs on the spot. Oh, but you got paid to play. You got paid to play drums. Surprisingly, yeah. You got played to plaid. Puppet Peter Piper Pecker. Carry on your story. You got to fight. Um, no, it was the it was the last day, um, and. Not a lot of people there. It's a right. Sunday. And we're just kind of going through the motions. Now, there's this bachelor party there. Say the word putzing. But, 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 no. <laughs> you were, we were just putzing through the songs. See, I was going putzing. somewhere with that. Putzing. What's that? We're just putzing through the songs. Oh, yeah. Um. So, anyways, there's a bachelor He's party so there. Confused, yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, very confused. I'm trying to carry on. <laughs> but I keep interrupting you. Exactly. Because I am literally jackassish. Yes, literally interruptus jackasses. Period. And that's it. Carrying on. <laughs> I'm leaving the room, kids. I'll be back. <laughs> um, 
so there's a bachelor party there and they were requesting a song and with that guy if um if people request song we ask for money right that's that a Nashville thing. It, it is. And uh, we didn't know the song, but, you know, not to keep dead space from us having to learn the song on the spot because we would do that. Right. If it was too complicated or we just don't even know what the hell the song is, and this song was like a B-side, Randy, Randy Travis, whatever. There's way too many Randys. That like five people knew. <laughs> yeah. And we were, just, and we're just like, no, sorry, we're not going to do it. And so every time we would play a song we would just hear him scream out just being an ass right. a drunk ass he kept kept requesting that song and we were just like no we don't fucking know it and uh so that what, amuses me by the way yeah it, it, it i'm going to cut you off because it's relevant i'm doing the fck thing on fridays and when you don't know a song people get mad at you i know I'm not a fucking jukebox. How did you not hear that song? Motherfucker, I'm 27 years old. <laughs> but that's, that's your reasoning. My reasoning yeah. is, do you know how many goddamn songs are in my fucking head? Yeah. I don't know if I've heard it. Number one. Number two, yeah. I know that I've never played it. Yeah. Fucking relax. But Not to mention I have four other dudes on stage with me. I don't think they know it either. But surprisingly, that became one of my hidden talents. In Nashville, if I didn't know a song, I would just put my phone up, uh, listen to first thirty seconds, count it in, and if somebody in the other band knew the song, I'd be like, "What's next?" And I would just mm-hmm. people would never notice. So what you're telling me is your hidden talent is bullshitting your way through songs. And I was fucking good at it. High five in the microphone. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they kept re- requesting a song. Yeah, and uh, the that secu- nobody knew. Yeah. And the only security guy there was a singer, and he wanted to come up and play a song, or sing a song. And uh, he, um, so he came up, and then the guy came close to the stage on the, on the side. Uh, people were able to walk through on the side of the stage. He came right. up to talk to him, and I was like, oh, maybe he's finally going to request a song that we know. And I kind of just turned my head the other, direct, other direction, and immediately when I turned back, the singer was off the stage and in a chokehold in this guy. And the problem the was... The guy was the dude requesting the, the song. Right. Yeah. He put the singer in a chokehold. At least I think it was a chokehold. I don't know. It was kind of a squat. It all happened really Hands quick. in the neck. Yeah. Okay. And no one was seeing this. It was just me. And I just, you know, I really did not want to. <laughs> but I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> so... In the middle of the song, I jumped off of the stage, a tap bass player, and I was, I was like, Jake, Jake, and he saw it, and I was the first one to get off, but I just remember vaguely looking at my peripheral. Uh, he was taking- he, he takes his bass off, and he's got it up like he's ready to axe this motherfucker. <laughs> it was hilarious. At the time, it wasn't. So I'm trying to pull- I'm picturing Spinal Tap in my head right now. Yeah. So I get off the stage. I'm trying to break it. I'm trying to break it up, and then the dude quickly turns away from the singer and puts me in a chokehold. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm up against the wall, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I hope somebody's here. And then I just remember all this weight just kind of gets pulled off and actually scratched me right here. And he was pulling on my shirt. He was holding on to the door right. and my shirt, and it was still choking me. And I was yelling, "Get off, motherfucker! Get off!" Whatever. And then. I just remember it, someone, uh, 
someone actually pushed him off. No, it was actually a security guard. He actually got down. Right. Pulled, uh, pushed the guy out, lift, and, lift him up, and then slammed him on the ground. And I think he actually hit his head. But I, I would was, imagine. But I was kind of like, you know what? That's what you kind of deserve. But that's what you get. You song request. I wasn't bitch. even. I wasn't even mad at the fact that I, I was in the middle of that. I was just pissed off because that was my favorite shirt that he ripped. That's the my shirt. Boy. The shit. Shit that's got ripped boy. off. I was so pissed. That fucking shirt. Yeah, that was my favorite shirt, and I had a really badass necklace too that was made for me at a little store in Asheville called Karma. I think it's Karma. She makes custom necklaces, and it was really nice. Mm. And I lost it that night. Mm. And so I, I and that. But the funniest part was is that we were playing when you say nothing at all. Mm-hmm. As soon as we got done doing that, got back on stage. The smile on your face. Let's be, like it never fucking happened. <laughs> that is an amusing part, but the funniest part to me is your bass player holding his bass above his head like a fucking act. What I was know. He gonna do? Was he really gonna hit somebody? No. no. Oh, 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 I'll do it. No, you won't, motherfucker. Put that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that was that was probably the the craziest one that I ever experienced, and it, it wasn't really. That was the only time I was actually involved in something. Everything has always been ob- observing. Right. Um, because, you know, we're behind a kit. We're keeping the B. We don't have time to, you know, do stupid shit. Well, you don't. Yeah. I do. Sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't either. No, it's pretty funny. So you, let's see. Went to Panama. Or Panama, some people say. Yeah. He went to Panama, played Tootsies, which is from Nashville. Nashville. I can't even do it anymore. Nashville. Uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. You gotta yeah. say it from the throat. From the trope. Two or three other guys. Um, 17 accents in five seconds. Hell yeah. Uh, and you saw Doucheface get pissed because you didn't know a song. The band mm-hmm. didn't know a song. Which I'm used to, but oh, I, I didn't. Too. I never thought it would and g- then get to And then Face decided to choke everybody in the band. Um, no, Basically. he just pretty much picked a fight with the singer and I jumped in in the middle of it trying to stop it. And then it ended up turning to choke me. He was, he was just ready to fight anybody. Why you gotta correct me, dude? I was trying to make your story colorful. <sighs> yeah, I know. <sighs> I like my stories dark. Black. Like your coffee, like my soul. What the fuck ever? Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty your sure your soul's it's from pretty the fucking Snow White. Mm-hmm. Yours is Snow White and seven fucking doors, with all the random accents that you do. <laughs> Not white. <laughs> Everybody knows this. <laughs> so let's move on to what are you listening to? Alright, so, what are you jamming on? What are you jamming on, kind sir? Uh, surprisingly, this is gonna shock people, but Eminem's new record is badass. No, it's not. Eminem's new record is fucking badass. Yes, it is. You, you weren't expecting that, were you? Nope. You know I'm a love... I love me some Eminem. I always forget that you love No, him. I do, I do. I In fact, it's funny. I swear I'm not making this up. Uh, the gig I had last night... There was a guy that was talking about my tattoos because I have, my left arm is on my music shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
he was asking me favorite this, favorite that, favorite this, favorite that. And you know me, most of my listeners know, I can't pick a favorite anything. Yeah. I suck at it. I'm horrible at it. I just, I just fucking can't. If yeah. you ask me who's my favorite right now, today, it would be one thing. Yesterday, it was somebody else. Yeah. And he said, he said, all right, well then, let's just do something that I, I'm pretty sure you'll know that you could pick a favorite for. Who's your favorite rapper? Tupac or Eminem? And I went, I still can't pick mm-hmm. because Tupac's kind of the godfather. Yeah. So to speak. Eminem's don't, the rap god. Don't, don't email me and correct me. <laughs> I know what Tupac did for the industry. I'm calling him the Godfather. Um, and then Eminem is kind of a rap god fucking genius. Yeah. And that's what I said to the guy. I was like, dude, it's just that motherfucker rhymes words that should not rhyme. Yeah. And the way he phrases his syllables and his syllable count, which is how rap is kind of formulated for those motherfuckers that think I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. His syllable counts are super long. Yeah. And that's what makes him so fucking good. Yeah. Those two things and other things too, but it, it's really cool that I was just having this conversation with, and I never met this dude before last night. Yeah. He worked in the bar I was playing at. It was kind of cool. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I just really enjoy the fact that he went after people that, you know, were basically fucking with him. All right. Um, especially what they're, I guess what they're calling mumble rap now. The, I do that pretty good. I do it a lot. <laughs> any, any rap song that comes on the radio, I just go random. Um, but I love. Motherfuckers over here speaking in tongues. I know. Well, I mean, I can't understand half of those guys anyways, <laughs> except for Eminem, which that's why I like him. And when I discovered that record, you know. Me being burnt out, I was just looking for something new. Right. And then when I saw that come out, and I forget what song it was, but I just went, holy shit. Like, he did not hold back. And the that's, coolest, sorry. The that's co- why I, have- I feel like, um, like he's really good, or we need something like that because right. it's like everything's sugar coated, everything's, you know. Yep. money money and you come in with something like that you know people are just like well here's oh. the thing that nobody I shouldn't say nobody that's wrong of me to say here's the thing that a lot of people kind of overlook mm-hmm. and or missed he didn't zero literally zero that, that was good you like that, that three? you like that was yeah. that three or two yeah but I was you? well I didn't count because I did the L and the oh, Z together yeah. see what okay. I did yeah. I found a loophole in my own rules good job man thanks thanks oh my god I'm so smart because I was taking over for you for a hot second yeah you were like up to five <laughs> but no he did zero press zero marketing zero anything it just showed up yeah have a new record that in itself to me in my opinion with the way everything is now is fucking genius. It really Nobody is. knew he was working on a record. Nobody knew he was recording anything. Yeah. And then on a Tuesday, which most people that don't like follow that kind of stuff mm-hmm. probably don't realize that music usually drops on Tuesday. Movies are on Friday. Yeah. Um, but it was just a random Tuesday and new Eminem record. I went, what? Yeah. What the fuck you mean he's got a new record? I didn't even know. And I listened to it and I went, mm, he's back and he's pissed. Yeah. They just need to keep pissing him off because it's fantastic. <laughs> I I just you know that is fantastic. That's what I just love about him, and this is like the first first time I've ever like actually start going into depth of Eminem. It's You're just gonna go like, backwards now, aren't you? Yeah, like you need to. I just love the fact that he's just flat out honest, mm-hmm. and that's what's missing uh-huh. in music today. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and I also, I think it's funny when people point at him and say, well, he just is this person. Just... For a reason. There, there's a reason he does it. There's, um, in my memory, is not, we'll never, ever remember this. You guys know this about me. Mm-hmm. But there's a song he did years and years ago talking about pissing on Rihanna. Yeah. Fast forward a few years ago, him and Rihanna did a song together. Yeah. They don't fucking hate each other. No. There was a reason he said what he said, because apparently she said some shit about him. He was like, oh yeah? Watch this, bitch. Yeah. But I mean, and then he's he went, known oh, for bad. that. I know. He is. But I'm, what I'm saying yeah. is I agree with you a million percent. Versus uh, going backwards a few seconds to social media issues. My my favorite is the cryptic people. Oh God, yeah. If you're gonna say something, maybe you should just not open your mouth, and maybe you should. They know who I'm talking about, and their their karma's cup. No, motherfucker, who are you talking about? Like you would name that fucking drummer earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see what I did there. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not as confident as him. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Plus, if ever one of these days I just meet him one on one in person, I just don't want it to be kind of like. Oh. Well, yeah. here's here's <laughs> here's the thing, just so you know, and don't name him. It's not about that, but no. just so you know, a dude like that, he won't say that shit to your face. They never do. No, they never do. They never do. I know this for a fact because I've called some people out on some shit they said about me online, and they went, "Oh, I never said that." And I turn my phone around with a screenshot. Mm-hmm. Head immediately drops. I win, fucker. <laughs> Now we can work this out or we can yeah. stay enemies. I don't really care, yeah. but don't fucking lie to me. Here's the proof. Yeah. Uh, what else are you jamming on? Anything else? Um, perfect Circle just came out with the... Yeah, whatever. I know that. Yeah. You got a Perfect Circle tattoo because you're fucking lame. Everything Perfect Circle, man. No, I, I really love that record. Right I now. didn't even know they had a new record. You yeah. know I'm not a fan. Yeah. I respect the shit out of them. Those guys are super talented. Yeah. But I just I can't get into them. I can't dig them. Yeah. They just, I don't dig them, I mean. Um, I, I just don't know what it, what it is different. Like, it's... I want to say it's a little bit Are you more looking over there? Don't look over there. Oh, sorry. You look at me, motherfucker. I told you not to look over there. I'm trying to think, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, look over there. Um, <laughs> this is almost as squirrely yeah. as mine and Chuck's episode. Yeah. Um, I just like how they decided to make everything very, like, because they're very high energy, hard rock stuff, but they decided right. to go mellow, dark. And I like how they're basically, um, they basically came out of the 14 year hibernation or however long they've it's been, been a, a long damn time, yeah, a long time. And it, they literally came out with this record saying, like, you all f- are fucked up, you know, just basically just saying the world's gone shit. Oh, yeah, for sure, kind of thing. And I thought that was really cool. Well, I think. Again, and, and I don't remember exactly what I said earlier, but I was talking about I'm starting to see a trend. I, I'm seeing different trends in music as well. Um, people are finally getting tired of the shit that's being dumped on them. Musically, that yeah. is. The shit that's being dumped on them now. And yeah. I'm just sick of it. Because you're starting to get a younger generation that's listening to music that was real music mm-hmm. back in the day. And then you're getting. Oh, you mean the music with drums on it? Well, there's that, um, but music without auto-tune mm-hmm. and without pitch correction yeah, uh, and all that other fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a 21-year-old girl, she actually just turned 22, uh, at my day job, and 
we listen to random shit at work all fucking day. Yeah. And the other day, Peter Gabriel came on and she goes, oh my God, I love this song. And I turned around and said, you know who that is? She goes, it's fucking Peter Gabriel. Who doesn't? Yeah. It's like, you're 22. You just blew my mind. Yeah. Your average 22-year-old has no fucking idea who Peter Gabriel is. Mm-hmm. I don't have a clue. It's just really weird. Like, I, th- I consider myself one of those rare... You are a rare breed. We yeah. talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Or the day before. Whatever. Um, just, I don't listen to the new stuff and uh-uh. what everybody my age is doing mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm not doing that. You're a trend bucker. <clears throat> that did I don't, not sound right. No, it did not. But I like it. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. You don't, though. You don't, you're not the one to get stuck in the whole bubble and... Oh, I'm gonna listen to this because everybody else does. Yeah. No, you. That's one of the things I've always dug about you is you do your own thing, and you don't give a shit who likes it and who don't. Yeah. I think you got that from me, but whatever. I think so too. I took, don't. It, it took kidding. a hot minute, but I'm just kidding. It took me a minute <laughs> to break through that fucking Neil Peart shield you had up. Yeah. Most of my people that listen to my show know I don't like Neil Peart. Yeah. Respect him. Well, well, you told me that flat out maybe the second day I took lessons from you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just letting you know I don't fucking like him. <laughs> that is some shit I would probably say. Yeah, and I'm sitting there just like, oh, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> this dude don't know shit. Neil Peart's God. <laughs> no, God is God. Neil Peart's Neil Peart. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, cool. Anything else you're jamming on? Um, That's it? it Pretty much it right now. I just listen to a lot of the old school stuff or songs that just not like whole records, just like songs I want to cover or can cover within the 30 seconds because right. I do like to listen to a lot of complicated music shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. But I can, only, I, only, I can only do 15 seconds of it and then I'm good. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So here's your challenge. Start at the beginning with the Marshall Mathers LP. And go forward. Okay. When you get to Encore. Yeah. That's... Oh! If I had to pick, it might be Encore. No, it wouldn't. Uh, shit, I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, the new Seven Dust record. Oh, yeah. 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 They came, they came back pretty strong, dude. Yeah, they did after they said they weren't going to do any more records and they were done touring. Yeah. Fuck that, you lying shit sacks. Well, I think... They actually pro- are going to stop for, I think, in, in two years, I think. I don't fucking blame them. It's more Morgan than anything. Yeah. Well, I think he's just got some issues because you and I both know he's always talked about it with, you know, his back and Yeah, he plays joints. drums like a full contact sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what his doctors tell him. You have football injuries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For, from playing drums. Poor guy. Hey, I, dudes, he's he's more than earned the money I've thrown at him. Yep. Dude's a monster. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he came back strong on that, on that record. Uh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. This is Steve Owens from Fascination Street Podcast here with a very important message. I'm awesome. I bet you thought I was going to say something else, but nope. What's important here is that I am awesome. I have a podcast called Fascination Street, and it allows me to bring to my listeners some of the most fascinating stories and guests. I started this show because I truly believe that everybody has a story, and I'm fascinated to hear those stories. In the short time I've been doing this show, I've interviewed actors, directors, writers, inventors, podcasters, 
musicians, pro athletes, Olympic athletes, actual war heroes, even a Bond girl and a luthier, whatever the hell that is, and of course, regular people. From people who wanted to be stars but never gave it a real try, to big company CEOs and people who got to meet their favorite president. I love getting to meet and speak with people who have a story to tell. I feel like everyone does, and it's my job to get them to tell it. You never know who my next guest will be. An Academy Award winning actor, a platinum selling musician, or your own mother-in-law. But one thing is for certain, you will be fascinated by their story. So come take a walk with me down Fascination Street. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, FascinationStreetPod.com. Well, that's it, kids. That's the show for the week. Thought I forgot, didn't you? <laughs> I said something at the very beginning of the show we were going to talk about shortly. Oh, yeah. Ah, see, you forgot. They forgot, too. It's fitting that you are here with me today because I have made a wacky decision. I'm still in shock. (laughs) Never thought this day was coming. It's actually not wacky. It's, it's, uh, it has to do with, uh, what you were talking about when you left Nashville Mm -hmm. in March. I'm burnt. I am retiring from teaching. It's weird when I record uh, yeah, because I like I, I can't hear the size. There, were, there the, weren't even fucking crickets. No, or anything there wasn't like anything. That. Hey, where's Joey Crickets? Um, yeah, no, but I imagine there was some, so I'll just leave that long pause there. Yeah, I'll just let them eat that. But I am. I am retiring from teaching. I don't know if it is forever or if it is temporary. Um, right now, it's just I don't want to fucking teach. I need a break. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, and this is very mean of me and I don't care, I've seen roughly six generations in the 15 years I've been teaching. This generation, by far, the fucking worst. Hmm. When I'm arguing with seven-year-olds, first of all, I'm the idiot because I'm the one arguing with a seven-year-old. I get it. <laughs> that being said, I shouldn't have to argue with a fucking seven-year-old. Man, you should have called me when you said that. What? I would love to have seen you get in a fight with the seven-year-old. <laughs> Baby, pop the popcorn. <laughs> Y'all, it's going to be good. <laughs> it's a, oh shit, here comes the plot twist. <laughs> You're right. But but it's true, though. I mean, why the fuck am I arguing with a seven-year-old? Yeah. First of all, I shouldn't have to. Second of all, I freely admit that I'm the idiot. But in all seriousness... Why is a seven-year-old arguing with a teacher? Mm-hmm. And they're all like that. Every fucking one of them. Yeah. I'm dumb. I don't know anything. I can find it on YouTube. Or they can find it on YouTube. I being me. Pronouns, damn it. Uh, but still, it's they don't think that I know anything and they can do everything they need to do on YouTube. Which really sucks. Um, because, you know, I know that you've only gotten on me if I didn't practice one time, but I'm just so used to that. Cause I don't want to disappoint like, you know, somebody that's teaching me, right. I don't want to disappoint them. And I, I'm always like pushing for the next thing. It's like, I love that one-on-one interaction. Right. Well, and it's, it's, it's not even that. And you are right about that because that's the way you are, but it's also, do you want to fucking get better? 
Do you want to know yeah. how to do this? Do you want to know how it works? I'm not the best, but I know way more than you. I've been doing this 10 times longer than you've been on yeah. the planet. So why not? Instead Wait, of that just... was really bad math. Edit. I've been doing this. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck it. I'll leave it in there. Yeah, keep really it care. in there, please. Fuck it. But no, seriously, I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years. I know yeah. some shit. Do I know everything? No, but nobody does. So why the why the fuck would you... You can be one-on-one with this person in the room. Mm-hmm. Because that's the cool thing. It's like when I was in school and mm-hmm. then there was, some, there was somebody there that was like top-notch dude, mm-hmm. like played with the band. I'm like, oh my God, that fucking drummer plays with that guy. Right. Whatever. It's like you're sitting there right in front of him. He's one-on-one with you. Mm-hmm. He's sharing knowledge with you. He's taking mm-hmm. time out of your day. Yep. To share. Fucking listen to yep. the guy. Yeah. Because you'll probably pick something up. You know, well, and one thing, you know this because I taught you before we became friends, but one thing I've always said, 100% of the shit that comes out of my mouth won't be right. 100% of the shit that comes out of my mouth won't necessarily apply to you. Mm-hmm. But I'd be willing to fucking bet that at least 50% of it will. Yeah. That's a huge average, a good average. Yeah. And it's not because I'm smart. I've just done it. It's experience. Yeah. I'm not going to go read a book on how to fly a plane and think I can fly a plane. I'm going to go fucking train with a pilot who's done it and who has a million flight hours. Yeah, which, I want to I want to hang out with that guy to know how to do this. Yeah. That book's not going to tell me shit. Which is why I love Or loved, YouTube, whatever. Which which is why I love, you know, taking lessons from you. It's like, yeah, we do the lesson or whatever, but then you would talk to me and tell me stories and, you know, experience. Here's and, why this works, here's why this doesn't. Yeah, and you know, Tommy He's the same way. Like I love me some Tommy. Oh man, I'm so glad that he's at mom's. Me too. Which we're gonna talk about that in a second too. Yes. Um. But yeah, it, it just really sucks seeing that because then you don't have that person there to keep pushing you to the next level. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, oh, I can watch it online and stuff, and that's why I have problems with people, you know, doing covers, you know, doing the right social media issues that I have is just like, you know, if you actually took the time to actually practice. Mm-hmm. Hey, put the work in, fuckers. Yeah. I say it every show. Technology is the greatest, worst thing ever invented. Mm-hmm. Sucks. But that is my big, yeah. my big announcement. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I am retiring from teaching. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's temporary or permanent. We'll find out, but I, uh, I need a break. Yeah. You deserve it. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. I totally didn't know you were going to say that. Thanks. I think I do. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I used to, I tell my kids this all the time, and as soon as I say this, you'll remember this. You have one of me, I have 40 of you. Yeah. Remember me telling you that mm-hmm. all the time? A few times you lost your homework, you're like, God damn, he's right. Yeah. Because my thing is, what was your homework? Because I don't remember. Yeah. I don't. I have a lot of you fuckers. Yeah. And you're all on something different. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. What'd you eat for breakfast yesterday? Do you remember? Yeah. No, you fucking don't. Maybe start with me on that bullshit. Well, I also liked what you did too, and I don't know if you just did it with me, but you know. Tell me, and I'll tell you. <laughs> a lot of teachers, they you know, they print. You know, they print the sheet paper mm-hmm. or whatever. No, you told me to buy the fucking book. I forget what book it was, but the new breed. I've all, I do that. I only do that with my advanced guys. Yeah, which you were obviously advanced. Um, there's been a few others. 
a handful of others I've done that with over the years. I don't do that with everybody. Yeah. Um, there are books I usually make almost all my students buy. Yeah. Um, but as far as the new breed books, that's there's only a handful of guys. Who, because that fucking book is complicated as shit. And it's old, too. And it, it is old. It's very old. And there's infinite ways to use that book. Mm-hmm. And if I were to give it to somebody who doesn't really understand to look deeper than what's on the surface yeah the book's useless to them yeah someone like you who can i can show the same exercise and show you how to play it four different ways you're gonna go holy shit i can be on this one exercise for like three months which is which was great because that actually benefited me later down the road because it songs that i do now probably could not play it when i was a kid Mm -mm. and that's a big misconception about I started to just say country, but I would be a liar. That's a big misconception about a lot of pop music. Yeah. it A lot of that shit's harder than people think it is. Yeah. And for younger drummers that may listen to this show, uh, go try to play Rosanna. And play that motherfucker right. Yeah. Don't bullshit it. I'll, I'll and then be, tell me how easy it is. I'll be honest with you. I had to play that song on the fly, and I just went, oh, shit. Because <laughs> I knew what I was getting myself into. Song's fucking hard, dude. Yeah. 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. You guys go try to figure out that one. Go try to play Fool in the Rain. Go, go, mm-hmm. go on, y'all. And then tell me how easy playing that shit is. Yeah. It's not. I I just learned a song last night that has the weirdest drum intro, and it's a country song. I don't even know what where beat one was for... What's the song? Huh? What's the song? It is called... <laughs> <laughs> I had to get into my my groove. Um, it's uh, "All Night Long" by Montgomery Gentry. It's on their first record, and this is back in the '90s. Oh, dude! I don't know if you listened to the episode I did with Todd, where I was talking about I went down that eight-hour rabbit hole of '90s country. Yeah, some of that shit was harder than I it's thought. It's fucking awesome, isn't but I it? think it, well, yes, some of it's. Please kick me in the balls and not make me listen to it. But I think the 90s country is where everything started to shift. I'm not 100% sure because I'm not like a country music historian. But in the, in the 90s country is when everything started to shift into what it is now. And I'm not talking about what they consider bro country and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean where country started to get, musically, it started to get complicated. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff, and I'm not saying it was simpleton, but it wasn't near as hard as a lot of the newer shit. Yeah. Like, fucking try to play a Keith Urban record. Jesus Christ. Hell no. And, <laughs> and you know what the craziest part about that is that guys that come in there and do those records, mm-hmm. one or two takes, and then oh, yeah. and then they just go, all right, see you next week. Yeah, they're fucking monsters. Yeah. They're, there's a group of them, and they're monsters. It, it's very crazy <sighs> just sitting in one of those mm-hmm. sessions one time, and just they're just sitting there. They listen to the song one time, chart it down with the Nashville number system. Yep. And then they go in and then they count it off. It's nuts. Yeah. We went down a country rabbit hole. See yeah, how we, we did. See what we did there? So yeah, that's it. I'm fucking leaving. I'm, I'm retiring from yeah. teaching. It's even weird to say. It's kind of like it, but it's weird. It is really weird. But it's definitely one of those things that you deserve. Shanks. Yeah. Uh, I will say that make sure you guys go support mom's music. Uh, you know I love them I am yes. not dead I'm not dying I'm not going anywhere 
Um, but the reason I say it that way is because not only do they have some great teachers over there, uh, most of you in the Louisville area know that my my buddy, uh, Jamie Harris, passed away a couple of weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, which is why I didn't do a show last week. But the reason that Mitch keeps making fun of me for being tired, uh, I took all Jamie's gear to mom's this afternoon, which, if you're listening to this on post day, would be a week ago Saturday. <laughs> it's really weird to talk about the past and the future in the same fucking sentence. Anyway, uh, Jamie's gear is up at mom's, and it needs to be sold to help the family out. So go pick up a piece of Jamie. Uh, he has some nice shit, and you know yes, that. Yes, he does. He always had nice fucking yeah. gear. Uh, I got my eyes on a couple things if I do say so myself. <laughs> I just might beat you to it, boy. <laughs> you, you take that one thing I told you about before we started recording. I will kick your fucking ass. No, I'm I won't. giving you the look. I don't. I just need one thing, man. Just I'm, one thing. Yeah, you better backpedal, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> No, seriously, uh, support moms, obviously, please, but go pick up a piece of Jamie's history. Um, he's got some nice rigs. He's got some nice hardware, some stuff for sale, and all the money goes to all the money goes to Jamie's wife and his kids um, because, obviously, most of you know you have lost someone. Uh, death is actually ridiculously expensive. Dumbest shit on the planet that it's that way, but mm-hmm. it is unfortunately ridiculously expensive. So that's it. We're out of here. Make sure you support moms. Make sure you support uh, Jamie's family. And check out my sponsors, Prophecy Inc. And my brand new sponsor, Louisville Music Studios. Located at 4220 Trio Avenue in Louisville, Kentucky. 40219. Holy shit, I just memorized that. Nice. High five in a microphone. Yeah. That was good. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. I had to close my eyes and think about it for a second, but that was pretty good. Oh, I literally remembered Hey, that's four. I know. You had five. Yeah, I know. You still beat me. See, I told you one Win. day you'd beat me. Yep. You won. Another high five in the microphone? Nope. Damn it. So that's it. We're out of here. And as I say at the end of every episode, go do some shit. Mitch, tell him. Do it. Really? No. You waited like edit. A, two seconds? I didn't and know you, what to think. Like, you put me on the it. edit. Oh, no. Oh, I'm editing. No. One. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. No, yeah, I'm no. Y'all get your asses no. out no. there. You go do some shit. Come on. So until next time, I will talk at you soon. <laughs>